The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Mike Smith, looking good, brother. You look like you're ready for something. <laughs> what you ready for? <laughs> I look like I'm about to, like... Commit grand larceny or something. I know. I, I know. We said looking good. I'm like, you're being sarcastic, right? Because it's one of them days, man. It's one of them days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you about to, like you, you, uh, you getting ready for a movie role? You know, they had. Hey, right. look, we got. We're taking extras on. If you're interested, right. meet us here in about right. you know 35 minutes. But let or, me, or I'm me undercover. Or, or, or like we yeah, like we like to say, so, incognito. I'm incognito. <laughs> you are definitely incognito yeah. today. All right. uh, and that What's is uh, that is the theme of our show, brother from another. We are always incognito. Yeah, there, there it is. Uh, yes. Mike, you know what? From the time I was 18, I'd say 18 to 26, 27, I always mm. had a resume ready. I was that, that was th- those were my resume years. I was always ready, waiting for a phone call from somebody, because we were in that in that stage. What's the next step? Where are we going next? You're in college. You're looking for an internship. Uh, you're in college. You're looking for a job. You get your first job. Well, not you. Your first job's at the Boston Globe. But you know, others. You get your first job. You're looking for that next job. And so I was always in resume mode. And I tell you, I was in my 30s when I found out what a CV was. I didn't know what a CV was. And like yeah. people were like, "You got your CV?" I was like, "What? Mm-hmm. Oh, your resume." And then mm-hmm. you get to a stage in your career where you stop updating that. You just say, okay, this right. is who I am. I'm just going to roll. They're going to have to live with what this <laughs> right. is. Right. And if you don't and know, I you don't that. know. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, right. I shouldn't have to present no resume to you. Like, you know what so, it is? You know? I'm looking, at, I'm looking at Bill Belichick, Mike. Been in New England for 24 years with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. 24 years. He ain't been touching the CV. He ain't been updating right. the resume. So right. before he got to, even 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 before he was coaching the Patriots, you know, he won his Super Bowls as a D coordinator. He's hanging out with Bill Parcells in New England and New York. Like if you don't know who Bill Belichick is, well, something's wrong with you. I'm just wondering now. We see that interview with the Falcons. Perhaps the Cowboys are on the table. We don't know. Perhaps are you, are you asking? Are, are you asking why he even needs to interview at all? Like, like, I like or, <laughs> or maybe he does. Like, how yeah. how would you approach it? Like, if you, I know you want to be a general manager, and that's gonna happen. You want to be an NFL general manager, and Bill Belichick is available. And let's say you have to talk to him because I I don't think you would talk to him. 
for your franchise, you probably you <laughs> general manager Michael Smith are not bringing in Bill Belichick. But let's say your owner, the owner made you do it. Right. Right. How are you approaching that interview? Are you interviewing him? Y'all just chilling? Like, wh what's the approach? It's just fascinating to me that he's in this position at seventy uh, sure. years old. I'm glad I, I like I like how you phrase that. I like how you phrase that because his resume speaks for itself is what you're saying in so many words. Like he he should just he should just go in there and drop like when Pat Riley recruited uh, the Heatles, uh, you know, to Miami. Just, here's all my rings. Yeah, Bill Belichick should just go in there and drop all his rings, including the Giants' rings. Here's all my rings and walk out. Like it shouldn't even be a very long interview with the greatest coach of all time. I hear exactly where you're coming from, but if I'm talking to Bill Belichick, even if I'm Arthur Blank and the first thing I see when I see Bill Belichick is 28 to three. If I'm talking to Bill Belichick, I want to know what happened at the end because maybe I've talked to Robert Kraft. Maybe I've read some things. Maybe I've heard some things. I want to know how it ended and why it ended that way because I look at the last handful of years and I see a deterioration in your franchise. I want to know to what would you attribute that deterioration? Because mm. I want to make sure that I'm hiring a Bill Belichick who is still a step ahead of everybody else the way he once was, as opposed to the Bill Belichick who over the last several years had oftentimes looked like the game had passed him by. And so I'm not assuming that I'm getting the bill. And this has been my, this has been my hang up, Michael. If I'm another organization, be it the Falcons or maybe the Cowboys, who we'll get to in a second, I'm not assuming that I'm getting the greatest coach of all time. He has the greatest resume of all time. Mm. But is he still mm. the best coach in the NFL right now? His recent body of work would suggest otherwise. That's just the facts. The team he has put on the field and coached, because a lot of times we've only focused on personnel. We've only focused on Bill Belichick, the general manager, and those missteps. This has not been a very well-coached team, at least to the standard of Bill Belichick. It's not, I wouldn't call it a poorly coached team, but there I, have well, been... At, at, parts, at times, yes. Okay. I, I think you're... All right. Yeah. And look, I was being nice. I was being nice. I'm saying... For, <laughs> I'm being know, nice to him, look, I'm, 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 being, I'm being respectful. Okay. Okay, Patriot Reign. Okay. okay. I was being All respectful. Right. All right, since you said it, yeah, your words, not mine. There are times when you look at the way this team has been coached and you're like, that ain't the Bill Belichick I've been watching for the last quarter century. That ain't the Patriots team I've been watching for the last quarter century. So, yes, an interview is required because while he brings an impeccable resume and reputation to the table, the last several years, minus Tom Brady and what the Falcons don't have right now is a quarterback. What the Cowboys don't have right now is a championship caliber quarterback. So I need to know not only like your vision for this franchise because the other part of it is like like you've been married to only for 17 years. I've been married to, to, to Sarah for 18 almost, years. Almost 17. Okay. Because I want to celebrate 17. Don't give it to me yet. I want to celebrate it. 16 and a half. Got, got, like, so you're a good husband. You're, you're an excellent husband to Oni. I'm a good husband to Sarah. God forbid they both get tired of us and we on the open mm. market. I'm probably not going to be a good husband to this other woman who was, is wishing that I'm available, but I'm not. 
and who says that if I'm ever, this, this, I'm making this up. I'm totally making this up. <laughs> Sarah's, <laughs> Sarah's, like, Sarah's like, where are you like, going with this? Going, she's like, keep going. If only I were single. Go ahead. If only I were single. And I know you got some fans out there that read all your bestsellers, that watch Brother from Another, who are like, oh, if only yeah. that, if only that brother, if only that chocolate brother was single, okay? We would be awful husbands to them because we have yeah. been husbands to these women and who we are is inextricably linked to, the, to these relationships. Likewise, I want to know if I'm Arthur Blank or Jerry Jones. Yeah, we've been friends from afar. We've, we, you know, we have admired each other from afar. I want to know what it would be like to work with me. I want to know what it would be like if we were partners. Just because you had a successful partnership with Robert Kraft doesn't mean that that same stuff is going to fly in Atlanta or Dallas or Philadelphia, as the case may be. Speaking of wife and kids, and I'm sure you've had these okay. conversations with Oni all the time. Yeah, I had this conversation with Sarah recently. Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft became empty nesters. They were together for the kid, as in Tom Brady. Tom Brady left, and they didn't know who they were together. They didn't know who they were as Woo. a couple because they had only Woo. been parents for so long. For, I mean, excuse me, they had been right parents for so long. They had only been, yeah, that's, that's for your next column. They had only been parents. Go. They had only been parents for the entire, for practically the entirety of their relationship. Belichick got there in 2000, drafted Brady in the sixth round of 2001, pick 199, and Brady said it's the best pick you'll ever make. By 2001, they were winning championships. So all they've known together, Kraft and Belichick, is being quote unquote parents to Tom Brady. Tom Brady moved out, went to college, got got his masters in Tampa Bay. They don't know who they are. Me and Sarah had our first kid before our first anniversary. We've been parents for the entirety of our relationship. We have said to each other, we got to know who we are because they're going to be gone one day. We got to know who we are as a couple because they're not going to always be here. So who is Bill Belichick apart from not only Tom Brady, but apart from Robert Kraft? And is he the type of coach that I want to be partners with? Yeah, that's how that interview goes. Oh, that's good stuff right there. Now, now, (laughs) to keep the like, Keep the relationship thing going, but before I get to the relationship thing, it's like because I know you go to the, you still go to the barber shop, take your son to the barber shop, and it's like an old barber's trick. The barbers, just the barbers who don't know you, you sit down in the, in the chair, and they're like, can you believe this dude who was in before you? This joker only tipped me three dollars. After all, you know. <laughs> so what they're trying, what they're trying to do, <laughs> do a little trick on you, a little psychological trick. So you will tip. $5 or $10. So they always talk about what happened before to get you to do something different. So Bill Belichick, same thing. In that interview, oh, Arthur, Arthur Blank, Jerry Jones, you want to know what happened? I'll tell you what happened in Foxborough. We were doing fine. We had a separation. We had a separation of church and state. Robert and I agreed that that was the best way to do it. And then he started getting a little handsy. He started getting a little froggy with it. And so I had everything going fine. He owned the team. I was over football operations and coaching staff. Then he comes in when Tom Brady had hurt feelings. He started messing around with the Tom Brady negotiations. He started messing around. He made me draft Mac Jones. Uh, he, He brought in a guy I drafted, Gerard Mayo. He made him the heir apparent without consulting with me. And so it was a toxic atmosphere. I'm not that guy. I'm Mr. Naval Academy. I'm all about team. 
I'm about ship, shipmate, self, in that order. That's who I am. I'm not a, I'm a, people, hey, listen, people call me a genius. People call me an icon. That's not for me to say. I don't talk about myself that way. I'm all about the team. I'm, I'm not in the ranking. That's what you <laughs> I, I, I'm not doing. Listen, like, I'll let not other in, people get in into that. So yeah. really, you talk about, and there are some elements in, uh, of truth. Of everything, everything you just everything said. I just said there's some elements. Oh, of oh, oh, elements I know, of oh, I know. Oh, I know you. Oh, I. Oh, I know you. Oh, I know you. Oh, I. I. I know your. I know your work. I don't need to see your CV. I know how you write columns. I. I know your work. I was. I was. I was making mental notes of every little nugget you was dropping in there. Okay. I. I get. Don't worry. I got it. I got it. I picked. I picked but up what still, you were putting down. But. But that's still that storytelling though. That is storytelling, mm. and it's not complete. It's not journalistic. Storytelling gotcha. it, for you. Bill Belichick. That is, gotcha. it's uh, his narrative. Based on, it's a narrative. That's based yeah. on a true story. That's based on a yeah. true story, but okay. it's not all completely all right. true. I, but I, I think this is where I'll leave it. I disagree with you. Yep. He may not be the best coach in, in football right now, but he's uh, he's in your top five. He's better than, oh, he's better than Arthur he's Smith. He's still in the top five. So he's better than Arthur Smith. He's better than Mike McCarthy. He's better than Nick Sirianni. I just don't know that Ooh, just add Belichick is the answer. So Nick Sirianni has his exit interview. I'm not going to waste the precious time we have saying I told you so. I don't need to do that. Oof. I will say, though, I enjoyed our little what am I gonna do with 49ers those extra Eagle shirts. I don't know. I enjoyed I our little for, I enjoyed I our little 49ers Philadelphia fun while it lasted. I'm glad we got them jokes off while we could. Uh, before the Eagles got up out of here in the first round. Having said that, today is Nick Sirianni's exit interview. Is the emphasis on exit, talk about how's that interview going to go, or do you think Nick Sirianni can talk his way into keeping a job the way that not very long ago, what I want to say three years ago, uh, Doug Peterson could not, because Doug Peterson walked into, as as I understand it, walked into Jeffrey Lurie's office, and Jeffrey Lurie had every intention of keeping him, but Lurie didn't like what he heard, and he fired him mm. and hired Nick Sirianni, who has since been in the playoffs every year, been to a Super Bowl, not won one like Doug Peterson, been to a Super Bowl, and obviously oversaw a collapse down the stretch of this season. Exit interview today, I'm expecting it to be an exit. Because I don't yeah. know, and I don't know what Nick Sirianni's going to say, I don't know that anything he can say can explain what we saw down the stretch or what we didn't see down the stretch. We did not see life. We did not see leadership. We did not see focus. We did not see a plan. Do I look like a guy with a plan? Like it just, the team seemed lost and they lost. And so I'd be surprised with a Bill Belichick available with a Jim Harbaugh available if Pete Carroll if 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 Jeffrey Lurie said yeah we just go run it back and we're gonna hire two new coordinators because I because when you get to the point now where you're overhauling the staff the head coach is on borrowed time anyway he's on borrowed time anyway if it becomes a situation where like both your coordinators are a problem then that suggests even though even though Nick Sirianni is a former coordinator himself, that suggests that you are propped up by your coordinators to some extent. Yeah. To right. some extent. 
And so you got to be one or two things. You either got to be a damn X's and O's play calling genius, or you got to be a leader of men. The leadership looked like it was lacking. And I like Nick Sirianni. Don't get me wrong. I'm not here to, it's not gang up on Shelby. I'm not here to bash Nick Sirianni. He's done a fine job overall for the last three years. But if I'm telling you, Michael, that I'm not hiring Bill Belichick on the strength (laughs) with F, on the strength of his six Super Bowl rings as a head coach and eight overall in the NFL, if I'm telling you I'm not hiring Bill Belichick off of that and that reputation, if I'm Jeffrey Lurie, I'm not keeping Nick Sirianni just based off of the fact that we went to the playoffs the last three years and went to the Super Bowl last year. I look like I look like I'm in a Janet Jackson control video. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> or Rhythm Nation, one of them. What, what, I think it's Rhythm Nation. It what have you done for me lately? That's my. That, that, that's how that interview was going. If I'm Jeffrey Lurie, I'm sitting across from Nick Sirianni saying, "What have you done for me lately?" No, what have you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately? What have you done? Yeah, yeah. Ri- see, Rhythm Nation. That's definitely. That's definitely uh, the Rhythm Nation look because control okay, yeah, yeah. Was, was control was all black with the with the headset. She had the headset going. Yeah, on. that's right. That's right. You with know, the play, microphone. Yes. The play yeah, call. That's right. Yeah. Play, play calling. Yeah. Uh, Janet yeah, Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Shout yeah. out Janet Jackson. Love Janet. Uh, yeah. Always. Anyway. Always. Uh, here's a question though. But here's a question for you. But Sirianni, this is a complicated. In a in a way, it's a complicated case because. I'm now I've taken you. I promoted you uh, a few minutes ago. I made you the general manager of the Atlanta Falcons. Now I'm going to make now I'm the you owner? the owner. I'm the owner of the Eagles. I, you're the owner of the Eagles, and I need you to tell me what kind of owner you are, because do you look at, do you respect it when your employees are so accountable and so vulnerable that they come in and they tell you. Yeah, it broke down because of me. I am the reason this season failed. Yes, I am the reason because every mm-hmm. every button I pushed was wrong and I see it and I saw it during during the season, but we were in the season. I couldn't correct. I knew I couldn't correct. I knew what the problem was. I, I changed. So I, I lost both of my coordinators last year. We go to the Super Bowl last year, as you know, Mr. Lurie, uh, Mr. Smith. No, because you, you've taken over for Lurie. Uh, Mr. Smith, we go to the Super Bowl last year. We lose the Super Bowl, and I lose my coordinators. As a matter of fact, uh, my defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon took the second half off. Uh, he, yeah. Before he lifted went to Arizona, he took the second oh, half oh, off. Oh, by the so way, <laughs> oh, by the way. So I lose yeah. Gannon, I lose Steichen, I appoint two new coordinators. Sean Desai, I take it, I remove him from the job. I bring in Matt Patricia. That was a mistake. We couldn't get that right. I couldn't get Brian Johnson and the offense going. I designed the plays. He is the play caller and we, 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 we got it wrong. We lost the confidence of the team. I did a bad job, but all that being said, you've seen the stats, Michael. I know you're an NFL historian. You've seen the stats. What happens when teams lose the Super Bowl that next year? Mm-hmm. How that team? Sometimes those teams don't make the playoffs. Sometimes those teams are one and done in the playoffs. We were that team. We fell apart. Yeah, it had a brutal schedule. Our first 11 games, we went 10 and one. Just want to point that out. It happens. And then we got tired, got injuries, fell apart. 11 and six. It's my fault, but give me the opportunity, Mr. Smith. Give me the opportunity to fix this and I will. I will fix it. I know where to go with it. I can still lead these guys. 
I haven't make a, forgotten make... the football that you thought I knew last year. This time last year, you sat here. Yeah. And you yeah. said you it was the best decision yeah. you made was to hire me. Now you can't yeah. even make eye contact with me. Your 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 passion now is I'm compelling. Undesirable to you. Your passion is compelling. And you definitely, based on the fact that we've gone to the playoffs the last three years and we're just in the Super Bowl, you definitely deserve an opportunity to fix it. Thank you. But in the immortal words of William Money and Unforgiven and Felicia Snoop Pearson and The Wire, deserves got nothing to do with it. <laughs> deserves got nothing to do with it. Okay? I just don't know. Hey, bro, I got my kids. Culture, my kids are culture standpoint. From a culture standpoint, I don't know. Come on, man. I don't know. I don't know if, if if I don't know if you're the right guy to fix it. You made a mess. I don't know if you're the right guy to, to fix it. Hey, look, Bill Belichick just got let go. It happens. Go be great somewhere else. Uh, meanwhile, in Dallas. Um, <laughs> in wow, Dallas. Cold. Um, cold. Not, I'm not. I'm not rooting. Cold heart. I'm not rooting. I'm not rooting for nobody to get fired, for anybody to get fired. I'm not. You know that, man. You know I don't do that, okay? I, but, and, and we're having some fun, but these are real. This is real life, and we recognize. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this is real. I know. I know. You, you, made, you made the reference to wife like and family. No, I do too. You made you made the reference to you know wife and kids. Like these are real families, not just for the head coach, but the entire staff that's involved in this. So we're having some fun because we could do that because we're gainfully employed talking about it. But just want to recognize the seriousness of this. Um, yeah. In Dallas, though, I we talked about it the other day, and look, Jerry Jones did not make an emotional rash. The the, the emotional rash, uh, immediate decision that Cowboys fans everywhere wanted him to do, uh, you know, during the game and, and after the game and right on the spot on, on, on Sunday. But I do think he needs to uh, take a page out of uh, Morgan Freeman's Joe Clark book mm. and stop fucking around with it and do it expeditiously. <laughs> you want to jump, then jump, Sams. It's like, because Jim Harbaugh is out there interviewing 
Everybody's got him penciled into the Chargers job. Bill Belichick, we just talked about, you know, your your little fling, your little side, your, your little, you know, low key. Y'all been DMing each other over the years. Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick. I I cannot imagine a world in which mm. Jerry Jones runs it back again with Mike McCarthy. I, I just you I just can't. can't imagine a world in which you cannot. No, I can't. I can't. It's the definition of insanity, and it's not that Mike McCarthy is not a good coach. Obviously, he's a good he's a good coach. He's won a Super Bowl. They've won twelve games three straight years, but don't have a championship game appearance to show for it. That's never happened. And if you're Jerry Jones, to me there is a there is a fine line between being emotional and being practical in this instance. And I think it's 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 a practical and prudent decision to change things, to shake things up at least to get everybody's attention because something about this team and this environment yeah. allowed it to walk into tech into AT&T Stadium and get their shit pushed in by the Green Bay Packers. But, but as, okay, as, if, as if that, just though? showing up was enough. I don't know, True, but, but something it, has to is change. Is that here? This to me, wherever it is, this to me, is and I think sometimes, I think, I, well, I think they have a talented roster. I don't know about the quarterback as much as I thought I knew about the quarterback. The quarterback needs, a, needs more of a running game than Tony Pollard could give him. That was a mistake. Thinking that Tony Pollard could be, we didn't talk about this enough, thinking that Tony Pollard could be the guy without, as opposed to a change of pace complimentary guy to Zeke Elliott was a miscalculation. That's just on offense. Zeke is good. Zeke was good this On year. defense, he was. On defense, like, Dan Quinn will probably get a job somewhere else, maybe in Seattle, but that defense just did not show up. Again, they were worth Confederate currency when it came time to be counted. For all the stars and all the Pro Bowlers and all the All Pros that this roster has, they didn't show up. So it is on the players as well. But maybe you need to get the players' attention. Maybe they need a different voice. We've seen this before. We have seen successful coaches get fired. It happens. This to me is when change for change's sake is it is warranted a lot of times I'm against that I'm like don't just switch it up just to switch it up you have to do something because doing doing this over and over what's it got what do you have to show for it nothing but disappointment they have nothing but disappointment I rather I rather somebody I would rather give me Todd Bowles give me a guy that's nine and eight in the regular season but whose team yeah, then, gets better, plays yeah. his best ball when I, when I need it. I don't need 12 and 5 every year. Thank you for 12 and 5 every year. It's been fun. It's gotten us talked about in the talk shows. It's gotten nice flowery things written about us. It's gotten guys in the Pro Bowl and in the all, on the All-Pro team who I, Jerry Jones, now have to pay more because they think they're better than they are based on the regular you know season. So thanks yeah, for I no mean, thanks. I, I, I don't want more of the same. I like Mike McCarthy. This is Michael Smith talking now. I like Mike McCarthy a lot. I've known him since he was in New Orleans. I've known him since he was a you know a, a coordinator before he got the Green Bay job. I, li- I have a lot of respect for Mike McCarthy. I just do not want more of the same if I'm Jerry Jones. Mike McCarthy, uh, just uh, now, now fact check me on this one, okay? Because I, I, sure. I, I get a little confused on it. Did Mike McCarthy bring in Dan Quinn? Or is Dan Quinn kind of pushed in there by Jerry Jones? He brought in he, 
Because I, I, I mean, I, I have to imagine, when, like everything else, that's a collaborative decision. I, I got to yeah, imagine. Okay. Yeah. Like everything else. Why, why, why do I bring up Dan Quinn? Why am I bringing up Dan Quinn? Yeah. Because we why? Is he the head coach? Him. Well, at one, at one point, people thought he was going to be the head coach in, in I, waiting. Like, he was going to replace McCarthy at one point. I know. That was that, a speculation. But I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm saying, yeah. Mike, they lost, what, 48 to 32 and take away the pick six. So that's 41. They got, they got out schemed. They got out physical. I mean, they had it. They had, there were no answers. The Cowboys had no answers for a. Yeah. He's not a rookie, but a, a a quarterback making his playoff debut. Making his playoff debut on the road against the number two seed. And he looked like that was uh, seven on seven. That was fine for him. He had no problems with them. Aaron Jones had no problems with them. As a matter of fact, first yeah. touchdown. Yeah. Hey, credit to Aaron Jones. First touchdown goes into this hostile environment. Goes. Oh wait a minute. There's my twin brother. Throw, throws a, <laughs> a great pass to his twin brother. The first touchdown. Yeah. That's what kind of day no, it was. Everybody was comfortable. This was an organizational. This was an organ. Right. What, come, there we go. There we go. Michael. Michael. They're comfortable. They're, that. Comfortable. Right. Right. Hey, I saw this the other day. I don't know who needs to hear this. I saw this the other day. Uh, God said he made you uncomfortable. Otherwise, you wouldn't move. Can I get an amen somewhere? <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Ooh. But no, seriously. Um, that's good. No. Uh, um, no, comfortable. I'm glad that's, that's where we could close this out. Because you have, again, and I don't, and I, okay, I don't think, I, I, I think two, I'm saying two different things here. They can coexist. Hear me out. I, I think to your point that you just made and I've made, I think it's more than Mike McCarthy. It's culture, it's environment, uh, it's the market, uh, it's certain players, it may be the quarterback, it was the defense. It's more than coaching, more than Mike McCarthy. Therefore, I don't think just add Belichick is the answer. I don't think you add Belichick and poof, voila, Super Bowl. However, going back to comfortable. There's anything that man will do, and the same can be said for Jim Harbaugh. They will make them uncomfortable. Yeah, and that's right. And, and, and change will make you uncomfortable. The only people who like change are babies. So all of them need a wake-up call. They need to, there needs to be some level of accountability for these organizational failures. And so they need to be made uncomfortable by somebody who will come in here and say there is a new sheriff in town and his name is Reggie Hammond. Like that, that needs, that needs to happen. If this, if they're going to squeeze through this window okay. and do what I said, I would not, I would not talk about them doing the other day. I just don't think it's going to be with staying the course in this instance. We got one well, more thing I want to hit case, before we let you go. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, just, I'll just say uh, quickly then. Yeah. If you want, if you want improvement, and a little discomfort, I would say number one on your list is Belichick and number two should be Harbaugh because both of those guys, mm -hmm. they can't like Harbaugh will make you uncomfortable all the time. Not just <laughs> hey at practice. He'll just make you uncomfortable yeah. just being around him. He's yeah. just that kind of dude. So if yeah. you want that, I think those guys can bring it. Uh, will it get them I, like see what I'm unsure of because we talk so much about McCarthy and, and Jerry Jones and Dak. We talk so much about the stars 
And a lot of these yeah. rosters, it takes a while for us to figure out, ooh, they're not really as talented as we thought they were. I wonder if they're that. I wonder. They, they got all pro. I'm sure they got some the holes line. that we overlook. Yeah. CeeDee sure. Lamb is but great. But there's always yeah. something. There's always some excuse or reason. And there's always a reason to rationalize running it back. I, I just, yeah. I, 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 I think it'll, again, not pulling for anybody to get fired, but I, I just don't think it makes sense to just not. say, oh, you know what? Because they don't, they don't look as close as we thought they were. All right. Last one is there, there were not any, there were not any uh, trade demands that I, I'm aware of. The way Max Crosby said, if, if y'all don't hire Antonio Pierce, I'm going to have to request a trade. However, the players all spoke up. I know Cam Hayward said something. I know T.J. Watt said something. And now, reportedly, Mike Tomlin has told the Steelers players that he will be back in 2024 for an 18th season. No surprise. There was a lot of smoke, but no real fire. There was some noise. And um, we obviously saw him walk off when asked not even the woman didn't even get the question out. She just brought she just brought the fact that he had one year on his contract. He was the way he put his lips. He was like, just, "There's only Mike Tomlin can." He was like, <laughs> "He's like, nah." He's like, nah, "Like, don't even, don't even, don't even, don't even play me like that." All right, I'm but he told gonna the players he's gonna. He told the players he's gonna be back. No surprise, it's Pittsburgh. He's got one year left on his deal. I think they end up extending him because what's interesting, Michael, is I think you heard a lot of the players say. What I'm pretty sure I, I said the last time we talked about this is that for all the Steelers fans talking about how they feel like their team, high standard, has underachieved, I said this and the players have echoed it. Y'all have no idea what this team would be if it, y'all didn't have Mike Tomlin as the head coach. And I think ultimately it comes down to Mike Tomlin came in there. I remember when I when I talked to Mike when he first took the job. I talked to Mike T when he first took the job in Pittsburgh. Because I met him when he was a coordinator. No, I met him when he was a secondary coach in Tampa, and then he was coordinator in Minnesota. And at the time, you know, Big Ben, you know, there was a reputation around Ben Roethlisberger, not just off the field. I'm talking about like, you know, just internally in the building, like how he was regarded among teammates and coaches or whatever. Mike said that he told Ben when he came in, hey, we could either ride this train together to Canton. Or we could ride this train together out of town, you know, and so he had Ben Roethlisberger who, you know, for, for, for the majority of his tenure in Pittsburgh, they don't have a quarterback. They probably don't have a lot of things, but they don't have a quarterback. Yeah, they got to find and, and like he told like he told Chase Young, you're an alien. I, I, I don't I don't I don't get up high enough in the draft to get people like you talking about the second pick of the draft. Okay, like they got to find a way to get a quarterback in that building or else Mike Tomlin is going to keep making chicken salad out of chicken shit with all due respect. With all due respect. I mean, you know, disrespect professional yeah, football players. They, they, got, they, got, they got good. They got good players, but he's he's turned. I'll say water in the wine more specifically. Like he's he's making the best of the situation that he can from a personnel standpoint. They need better players in a lot of spots in order to in order to be a, a real contender again, especially in that division. But the problem is not Mike Tomlin. I'm glad he can come back and have a non-losing season for the 18th year in a row. I'm relieved that that's See, Mike, over with because if, if they would have let him go, that would have been the most un-Steelers-like thing I could imagine to let Mike Tomlin out the door. Mike, you're so right. When I, when I first started thinking about this story, I, I was thinking just strictly football. 
Because I was saying, like, you know, Mike Tomlin has been around for, for 17 years, and he has done a lot of incredible things with the Steelers. And it's funny, you know, side note, it's funny, um, where people, certain people who say they value meritocracy, and then when they get, when somebody uh, gets by on merit, they move the goalposts. So for Mike Tomlin, <laughs> in a job where the job is winning, the job <laughs> is to win. That's your yeah. job. So he's never had a losing season. So when I have to talk to people, and I, I've talked to many people who say, you know, yeah, you know, I, I don't think Mike Tomlin's a good coach. Why? Based on what? So, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, tell, so tell me more. Right. Be specific. Tell, yeah, be specific. Tell me more, right? So he has never had a losing season. He's in a division. He's in the same division as uh, John Harbaugh. Uh, they both have a Super Bowl title. Uh, Tomlin's teams have won more division titles than Harbaugh's teams. I like he's got a better record than Harbaugh. Okay, so Harbaugh's had losing seasons, and I think they're both good coaches. I'm just it's funny just yeah, how right, things change. Right. And so right. with with it's not just with Tomlin, it's with anybody who's on the job. You're so good at your job, you're able to cover up so many flaws. <laughs> That you've never complained about, you don't even oh. waste your time complaining about the well, flaws. I, well, I have, well, I, well, I, well, I have complained. <laughs> I okay. do complain. But okay, <laughs> I do complain. But, All right, I complain. So, so right, sure. that, that, everything else, I, I was feeling. There, everything else. Okay, but let's say you complain, but you don't complain about all the flaws. You complain about the ones that there are. Let's say there are twenty of them. You complain about five of them. There's fifteen that you ain't even mentioned. They uh, bring in. They bring you players that other teams either take off their board or are mm. very are put in a risky category. I bring you Antonio Brown. I bring you let's keep it 100. I bring you George Pickens. So some teams say now nah, George Pickens could have been a first rounder. They drafted him in the second round. There's a reason Antonio Brown could have been a third rounder. They drafted him in the sixth round. There's a reason you make those guys work. You start a playoff yeah. game with Mason Rudolph. Uh, a, a few years ago, you had a, a non-losing season and you gave a start or two to Duck Hodges. So, like, mm -hmm. come on. Like, he covers up so much. He does so much. And then when, when your team gets to a place where really your talent says you shouldn't be here. They or should, your, right. your, they, right. Collectively, right. you shouldn't be here. And then when you yeah. lose that playoff game, well, he hadn't won a playoff game since 2016. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I, that's why I think yeah, he's excellent, but at some point, and I thought I really thought it was going to be this year. It was a, it, it's a surprise to me that he did come back. Oh, that he's going to walk away. Because at, at some point, right? At some point, you're like, you yeah. Know what? No, look, he might he might not sign an extension. They don't appreciate if anybody, if, they don't if appreciate anybody could, if anybody could handle being a lame duck coach, and for all intents and purposes, Belichick did it this year. But if anybody could handle being a quote unquote lame duck coach with one year left on his contract, Mike Tomlin could do that and not blink. In that town, he could have, he could walk around one year on his contract and not lose any credibility or any authority whatsoever within that organization, within that building, within that community. Why? The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Because they're all interim. Hey, we got to let you go. You about to hit, you got to hit the road. You going to, yeah, to Gerard Mayo's press conference. What are you expecting to hear from the new Patriots head coach? Scoop, Mr. Reporter, I like you. Going, going to be a journalist for old time's sake? Hey, here's the thing. I don't know. That's why I'm excited to go. I don't know what I'm going to hear. Like, Michael, it's so, it's so odd that this is happening in New England. This is yeah, almost right? like some Surreal. Kind of- some, yeah, right. Like, so, like some kind of like solar, uh, some solar event, some lunar event or something. Because yeah, it's like a we haven't multiverse. seen this in 25 years. <laughs> we haven't yeah. had this in 25 oh, years yeah. in New England. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just the scene of it, just the whole yeah. spectacle. Uh, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to witness it. Plus, uh, the first black coach in Patriots history, and the and so there are two sports teams in Boston. Another story for another day. Two sports teams in Boston that have been around for a long time have never had a black head coach. Uh, the Patriots were well, one of them. The Patriots off that list, but the Bruins and Red Sox still have never had a black head coach. So this this is a moment that I want to witness. Yeah. All right, man. We'll talk about it later. Be safe. All right, Mike. Tell Mayo. Tell Mayo. I say what's up. I sure will. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed. Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.